All right, everyone, we got news for you. We have partnered up with DraftKings to make betting better than ever. First up, we got the UFC's most notorious icon stepping back into the octagon this Saturday. Be sure to check out DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, for a shot to turn $1 into $257. That's huge. That's right. New users can bet $1 on McGregor to win by knockout in the first round. And if he does, he'll be cashing in $257. Bet a little, win a lot. It's that simple. I've gotten back personally into daily fantasy for hockey, and I am feeling very bullish on the Canucks coming up this week, as you'll hear in this episode. They're going up against the Habs, and my lineup for DraftKings is absolutely riddled with Canucks. I've got them everywhere. I'm huge on them this week. And then not to mention that I'm also dipping my toes into the NFL betting too. Uh, For me, I also said it later in this episode, Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, he's playing this game on beginner mode right now. He's, he's unconscious out there. He's making grown men looking like they're playing in the dark. So needless to say, I've got Rodgers. I've got him all over the place. He's going to be doing good things for me this weekend. And so download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to earn $1 into $257 if McGregor wins by first-round knockout. That's a sick bet to make. Or you can buy the Canucks stock while it's low and cash in big like I'm going to try. Tons of NFL bets to be had this weekend, too. There's tons out there. That's code THPN for new players to show up on DraftKings and put on an absolute clinic for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 year, years of age or older. Must be 21 year Must be 21 or older. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana. The fuck is Indiana? Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania alone. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. That's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And here we go. Oh, harder, baby. Bucks up, everybody. Stick and rink, episode 13. Drop it on you like a dime from the sky. Drop it on you like a wrong camera angle. What's up, bitches? Back again. Raph, how you doing, Mr. Darkness, my old friend? Super, super good. <laughs> Fucking tired waiting for you to start this goddamn recording. Yeah, did you like the countdown? Mm-hmm. Just for the listeners, that was a 400-second countdown. I made them stick through all of it. Yeah, uh, Christ knows loud too. Dude, I can't even imagine like <sighs> some of our viewers. Like I pictured him like fuck, it looks like NFL red zone. And then as soon as the zero hits, you see our three ugly mugs in the in the what what do they call it? The the trio box or what do they call it on red zone? Oh, uh, the triple box? The triple yeah. box. And we're going to triple box into the ugliest du- uh, ugliest trio in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, best-looking podcasters in the game, in the Vancouver market. <laughs> well, folks, um, it's another day in paradise. Honestly, back pain, pandemics, and just late-night recording, not being able to get any sleep. Um, before we jump into the sports talk, guys, I want to I wanna just dab up myself. Ralph will love that I use that word. I want to dab myself up. Dad, no. dab with a P. You're such a jackass. I'm a, da- I'm a dab myself up. And just say that I've gotten my sleep schedule on track the last couple of days. I intentionally went to bed at 10:30 and 11 o'clock respectively, 
and woke up at 6.40 each day. Fuck yeah. Question for you. You know we got it. What did you do differently? Were you just not drinking the night before? Or like what happened? I no, I there was probably two things that I had to do. The first one was easy. The second one was hard. The first one I had to not go in the fridge and eat bad food. Okay. After after like ten o'clock. Just eat shredded cheese with no <laughs> pants on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, you know, in your work day when you have like set time maybe the exact same day, like you take a shit at the exact exact same time at work every day. Oh like, yeah. Each night, I feel like I circulate to the fridge the exact same time at night, and so I just well, had yeah. to it's just that. You made then, it a routine. Buddy's yeah. more buddy's more timely than a Rolex watch. Just always on time, baby. <laughs> yeah, except to the fridge. Jesus Christ! But the other thing that was <laughs> Why the can't hard you do that like working out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other thing that was hard though, the hardest part was saying no to the boys when they asked to play chill. That was that sucked. I yeah, felt like. A- <laughs> I felt like I aged five years right when I sent that. You, you almost feel like you let the team down, you know? Seriously, yeah. 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 I feel like I bailed for bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Feels good. Let's sacrifice that tonight for some podcasting, though. Uh, we, got, we got a lot of hockey talk coming your way. Surprise our hockey podcast. Get the fuck over it. Um, Canucks talk. Kind of negative stuff, but kind of not. We're positive people. We're going we're gonna to break down some NFL talk as well later on. Uh, we've got our favorite boy. topic. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> chucking the old pigskin around while he closes his eyes. I'm just gonna mute is, my mic, you, turn off my camera, and fall asleep. <laughs> we have you on video now, though. I can literally just put you on, like I can just put you up there. Fuck. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, you got me there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we also got Jordan from in the in the dome podcast coming on to join us. He was he was gracious enough to come on and talk to us and and really put us down. Honestly, can I? Not can I, can One I thing, say, not to be confused with previous Jordan, who we had on the other podcast. Yeah, just yeah, because we got different right, Jordans. We know a lot right, of Jordans. I was right about to say, I'm like, boys, I'm like, it was so nice to have a competent Jordan on the podcast. It's <laughs> like not outlandish. That doesn't say like vulgar things and shit, and that yeah. doesn't really tug off Bowen Byram as much as I do. So, yeah, uh, it was. Uh, it was it really like in life, people's names have stock to them. As you go through life's experiences with people's names, their stock rises and falls. And honestly, my stock for Jordan was at an all time low. Just that name. Even though my brother's name is Jordan, he brings it up a little bit, but just other guys bringing it way down. Yeah. So, thank you to Into the Dome, Jordan, for bringing it back up. What do you yeah. think of What do you think of when you hear my name and Josh's name? Because, like, what do you What do you relate our names to? Well, well, there's only one Raph. Let's just yeah, make yeah. that clear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But what do you relate That's, our names to? Well, I, it, there's no relate. There's a stock. You do have a like a stock chart with your name. Okay. You want to yeah. know if you're up or down? Yeah. How's it doing? On what metric, like year to year? Yeah, let's do let's do month to month. On a one month scale, yeah, you're up. You're probably like you're probably eighteen percent. Yeah, eighteen percent increase month over month. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. And what about there's, Josh? There's certain initiatives that you're taking in certain aspects of your life that give Can me we, a little bit of a certain certain kind of heart heartfelt boner, if you know what I mean. So yeah, no, I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. But but I now see. in contrast to that, can we do Josh? But can we do Josh day to day? Josh day to day, yeah, day Josh over day, day. Yeah. since yesterday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> honestly, actually, no, big time scumbag, way down. He's down 60%. He literally left the parking lot last night saying, I was like, hey, I'll see you on chill. He's like, yeah, dude, never came on. Oh, and dude, then you, also, you didn't, and then you also didn't play either. Dad, I played 
10 insult to injury. This motherfucker shows up wearing a Calgary jersey to our Canucks podcast. <laughs> hey, why don't you take that fucking string out of there and wrap it around your fucking buttock? Just have a line there. Oh, I thought you were going to say well, we're yeah. jersey today, buddy. I thought I thought you were gonna say like why don't you just take the string off, tie it to a ceiling, and hang yourself right <laughs> the back yeah, see, I wasn't oh, gonna make the joke, really. but you made it. So good on you, dude. That's okay. Oh, I, I've been dead inside since we lost in 04, so it's okay. There you <laughs> go. Fair point. Elijah, um, where's your jersey today? We're all wearing jerseys. Yeah. Where's I'm yours, a, Raph? You're wearing a what? Uh oh. Dude, his chest hair's a jersey, man. <laughs> I got oh. the blue jersey. <laughs> 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 God showing up. Let's go. <laughs> hey dude, I'm wearing I'm wearing a Quicksilver hoodie that says uh staying fine since nineteen sixty nine. Did you stuff. uh did you get it from Boathouse? One of my worst Locked stores off, to go into in the mall. Boathouse is sick, dude. Me and Jordan Jordan we're in we're in on that one. We know what's up. Is it we'll just be walking around the mall and I'll be like, so so we going to Boathouse? <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna each get you guys a $25 gift card to like Hurley on your birthdays. <laughs> you Josh, get to like hang the, out at the, the bay. girl version of Roxy, like or a Quicksilver. I think it's Roxy. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can I tell a story? Can I get even more off track? No. Oh, God. You got so, two minutes. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be brief. So a little while ago, I told a story about my, my boost group on. I bought it. I bought a booster juice group on literally a year and a half ago. And it was solely because it was $20 in booster juice money for $12. And so th- these are the steps that happened. I bought it, thought I was a fucking savant financially. I was like, save money. What's up? And then, and then I go to any old booster juice, tried to use it. They're like, nope, sunk. This is for literally only the downtown booster juice. And I'm all, I was like, all right, that sucks. <laughs> and then, so then I go, the next time I go there, this is like months later, me and Megan go there, uh, pull up, park the car, pay for parking, go to the mall. Mall is closed on a Saturday at 2 p.m. <laughs> All right, I'll go fuck myself. And then today happened. <laughs> and I fi- we finally, like, we had something out that way already. And we planned, we're like, hey, let's go redeem that that group on. Let's go live the life a little bit. Let's live free, you know what I mean? <laughs> let's go get a very yeah. berry or a spinach yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Megan got. So we're, we're literally in line. And I'm like, I, this is out of my normal. I do not usually order a lot of booster juice. Order twenty five dollars <laughs> worth of booster juice, and I show her the Groupon, and she does a look at it, and she's like, "Yeah, okay, cool." And she goes, walks off a couple steps, and so I'm like, "Great, we're done." I hit redeem, I put it in my pocket, and she comes back with a fucking iPad ready to scan it, and she's like, "You hit redeemed?" And I'm like, "Yeah," because I thought you redeemed it. <laughs> she's like, "No, you're not supposed to hit redeem," and so she couldn't redeem it. So I paid twenty five bucks for booster. Fuck. Okay, wait, I have a I question for you. This is a year and a half later, dude. I have a question oh, for you. What's up? So with your because you're a very avid minutes, Yeah, you're a very avid group honor, let's say. I mean couponer. Yeah. So with these groupons, do you think that <laughs> you've killed them? Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I just, like, I just see you with all these like burritos and they're like fucking cake pops and like two large like berry berry and spinaches in it with like a power booster of whey protein. <laughs> and you're just sitting there like, well, I forgot my wallet in my car. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> sorry, Raph, like, go ahead. They, like they even hear the option. They're like, you, you still want to do it? I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not going to fucking cancel my order. Like some beta <laughs> bitch and walk out of here without a smoothie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you tell Raph? Raph, do you think that? Do you think that if you 
Like, if you never saw this Groupon, would you have gone to Booster Juice? Yeah, eventually, like by chance. But I would have never ordered a fucking panini and an extra large booster with the or an extra large smoothie with the extra booster in it. Okay, wait. But my question is for you. So, do you feel as if you saved money on this? Not anymore. No. No, but I meant like even no. if it went through, even if it went through, would you have felt yeah, like you well, saved money? If it worked out the way I had originally <laughs> I thought I was like, I'm gonna end up at Booster Juice one day. I'll just have eight dollars for free. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whatever. Sure. Get on myself. <laughs> oh my god. I'm big you know, Groupon guy, though. You know what? I actually like this positive energy of just like Elijah's failure before we kind of move on into hockey now. If that's cool with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's a. I'm about to fucking just pour us a nice tall glass of sadness with a side <laughs> of 0 and 14 on the power play since the, since the Canucks season has started. <laughs> Like, Let's just say the Canucks power play has scored just as many goals as our men's league team. That's <laughs> just a big fat donut, dude. They're actually like legit, like laying an egg, dude. Like it's so bad. Um, yeah, it's a rough look. So let's get into it. So Vancouver. Um, yeah. we're, Where do you we're, start? We're one in three. Uh, Tough. You know, everyone thought it was going to be sunshine and rainbows when Brock Besser got two goals, but we're back on one. And then we get worked by Edmonton in game two and then shut out by Calgary in game three and then just get fucking flat outplayed for 40 minutes by Calgary in game four. Um, and it, it just seems like it's just we're off to a slow start, like just like a really, really slow start. Yeah. And... I mean, the power play doesn't help because you look at where were we last year? E, I don't know I if you can remember this. League. I think like we're fuck. We're you know how hard it is to to make up own fourteen on the PP. Like I'd be <clears> surprised if we're even in the top half of the league by the end of the year. Like when you go own fourteen, like that's hard. Like that's hard yeah. to gain that percentage back and like to actually get like your feet wet and whatnot. Well, and even more consequentially, it's hard to gain back the two points that you're losing three mm-hmm. nights in a row now. Like. Even even if you score maybe one power play goal in that in that game in the second game against Calgary, I mean maybe you're back. I think actually that one didn't line up too well with the way the power plays went. But there was I think the first game against them, the way the power plays lined up, we had a chance mm-hmm. to get back in that game by via power play. And yeah, so the fact you don't score, you now you're losing out on two points, which is the bigger thing for sure. Like I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like the one silver lining to this entire thing was fucking Tommy got the shotgun. Yeah. Jake Furtan and got a Gino his first yeah. of the year. So I did mean, you guys watch what he did? That was the opening goal, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yes, so. it was yeah. the opening goal. And then yeah. Calgary proceeded to score what? Four unanswered? Yeah, yeah. That was a roller coaster of emotions. Fuck. But, but did no, you guys, I did, did not, you guys watch I did not see. I did not see it. Raph, I got caught up it? at work. No, I was too busy doing stuff on my computer and then I had the uh the live updates going on my other monitor. His you editing was going on sick. here, Tommy. These guys are giving you excuses. They can they can't even just tell you your face. They didn't want to watch it. But what he did, he took a fucking little snack size uh, carton of milk, and then oh. he put a and then he put a Corona in it. And like he opened, like shoved the Corona up top, shotgun the hole in the bottom of the milk carton, uh. and then just to the dome. And <laughs> Good for him. Honestly, like he. This the weird thing about Tommy is this is my combined opinion of him. Like you know the you know remember back in high school the neck noms that were a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where like literally young kids would like down a two six of alcohol to their face and probably is it isn't that how 
Isn't that how you guys know Nelk Boys, right? Like, you know, Steve? Yeah. 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 Isn't that how he kind of got famous was because he like took that shit to a whole different level? I imagine so, yeah. I feel like that would probably work. Was that a thing in Calgary too? Oh, yeah. That was a thing like, oh, wow, worldwide. Dude, I I remember watching people who were the same age as me throwing back two sixes to the face. It was was worrying to watch. But that's kind of the weird part is that kind of that's what Tommy reminds me of. But if you take like I used to think all that all the neck nomers were losers, but you just replace that with a cool guy. And and all of a sudden you have to like the guy. It's kind of weird. Yeah. It's like, how do you not like, how do you criticize that guy? Yeah, you know you can't you can't yeah. call him a pussy because who the fuck drinks Corona and milk at the same time? Like who does that? Like, Definitely not a pussy. Can you so just cool. imagine that going down? Like think about like carbonated milk yeah. in your stomach. Like Ugh. that is just fucking awful. Dude, Good for I just, you, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, I just got goosebumps from Ralph saying that. Like that's an Next awful time. mix. Part of me thinks Jake's like lidocaine. Goal. Goal. Fucking all over his tongue. What? <laughs> Part of me thinks he has like lidocaine spray and he just all over his tongue before you. I mean, thing. Yeah. Next time Jake scores a goal, we should just bring Tommy on for like 15 seconds, shotgun a beer, say goodbye, and then just yeah. So yeah. <laughs> there's, there's our there's our uh, there's our movie clip for the week. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I think like I guess we can move on after uh, just about more Canucks talk here, but with like the nastiest shot that I've ever had is I had a prairie fire drop shot into milk. Hey, so. Okay. Tequila, hot sauce, and just a casual Dairyland one percent at the bottom of the glass. Like it was a tough shot. Like oh, I puked in the bathroom after. Like it was not a fun time. That's up there with like a Prairie Fire Muff Diver. It's like, are you taking the milk or are you taking the whipped cream? Oh, yeah. like neither oh, which yeah. are good. Yeah, not yeah. But um, Elijah, question for you. Hit me. Is Demco not it, dude? Like, is he not it? Like, uh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one for my fucking sore ass. To like, take right now. like I'm, I'm telling you right now. Like, Holtby's looking mighty fine right now. Like, we could put our buddy John in that for the Canucks right now, and I feel like he'd do pretty well. Yeah, well, I guess in comparison to Demko's not doing horribly, but you're right that it's it's odd that Demko. Or Holtby has kind of taken the reins of the starter. Apparently, a lot of people saw this coming, and I just didn't. None of us saw this coming. So that's fair. Yeah. So I guess where where we leave off with that, though, is that, I mean, at this point, my opinion hasn't really changed against the approach of like 50-50-ish, like maybe 60-40, 55-45. But I guess maybe yeah. Holtby is the, the front runner for that right now. Yeah. And and I guess like looking looking back at, you know, last season and, and what the Canucks went through, like you and I both agreed uh, on numerous episodes that the Canucks were a streaky team. Like we yeah. would win five and then we would lose five. So, you know what, if we're getting the losing mentality out now and, you know, if we're one, one and four after the game one of Montreal, but we come back and we win five straight, like, you know, that's, it's not the end of the world. Like, I think it's, you know, it, it could just be a slow start. And relating back to like what Rick said in our in our episode, um, you know, he was saying like, let's evaluate at the 10, 10 game mark. You know, if we're, I would say even if we're four and six at yeah. the 10 game mark, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. But like, but anything below that is, I'd say it's, it's starting to get a little sketchy. Like yeah. that's worrisome at that point. 
Like I would say four and six is the worst, the worst that Vancouver could do right now. And, you know, we, we have Montreal coming up and it seems that, you know, we've, the Canucks are off to a slow start. Montreal is not, uh, they've actually gotten off to a pretty good start. I would say, um, so what are your thoughts on the next three games? Because we got Montreal in our barn. It's our home opener too. Like it may be good to actually just go home for a couple games. Yeah, I would say. So my big question about the goaltending is, is how do the games go? So you got, you got Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday for the game. Recently, Holtby just played. So, I mean, how does this go now? So I, ideally, you probably split up the first two games regardless. And then the best best goalie gets the third game. That's I think that's how it goes. Even if it's if it goes Demko Holtby Holtby or Holtby Demko Demko, that's still the case. Yeah, that's that's the way I take that. But as for the rest of the lineup, like I think it it's got to be good. It's got to be a good feeling for these guys to find a different opponent because it's just whether or not they were paying attention to the storylines, the the Markstrom storyline, the other players coming in that were that were ex Canucks. Just yeah. once it started to not go their way. In those games, especially with a guy like Kachuk on the other team, I feel like it, it kind of got a bit out of hand in terms. Like you could see it in, in Pedersen's discipline; he's obviously rattled. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could see it in Quinn Hughes is less effective right now. There, there's tons of signs that show me in those those two games that this team just doesn't didn't really have the the belief that the pucks were going to bounce their way. Yeah. So yeah, and and again, and I'm not going to say like this is like an excuse or or a reason, but fuck like there's so many former Canuck players on that Flames team like they know like you don't think that Tanev is in practice before they play the Canucks and saying like hey guys like these are the key players this is what they do now obviously like Travis Green maybe changes his systems a little bit in the offseason but I wouldn't say a lot because the Canucks had so much success in the playoffs and in the regular season did he change a lot I would say no so like Markstrom obviously knows these guys shooting tendencies. He knows everything. Like he has a book on all these guys. Tana, same thing. Josh Levo, same thing. Like there's a lot of guys in, in that Calgary locker room that know like, Hey, like we know, um, like we know how to beat these guys. We know how to shut these guys down. Like here are the weaknesses. This is how we're going to do it. Um, and, and I mean, it might just be a good matchup for Calgary. And yeah. you know, so how do you, how do you see it lining up against the Canadians coming up? I mean, honestly, if if we're two and one, I'm 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 back in. I'm back in all in all in on the Canucks, regardless right. of if the power play is going or not. I mean, all if right. we come out of two and one, the power play still stinks. Then I'm actually probably even a little bit more happy because at least I know we can play five on five and win two games. Yeah, that's true. All right, back back up the trucks, dude. Let's lower in the money. We're all, we're going all in on this team. Yeah. Um, I do want to do a little a little mini segment here. I put it on tweet earlier. I wanted to get some people's negative thoughts, so I wanted to read them to you guys real quick. Let's take twenty seconds to just let's bust their chops a little bit. Let's let's tear them down a new one. All right. This first one's from Josh Norris at Josh Norris forty three. Guy says watching the second and third period of Monday's game physically gave me AIDS. Now, <laughs> should we fact check him on that? What should we do here, dude? I want just like a fucking COVID test. Show me the fucking results, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> You're not getting mentioned on the show again until you show me a result, dude. 100%. Uh, other than that, though, that's kind of disrespectful, Josh, because the first period was pretty bad, too. 
<laughs> yeah, it was tough. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. I mean, well, I you know we were, why I said it was bad though is because you and I we were watching it. We were at the bar watching it, and the fuck. So we walk in the bar, and Josh is already there, and I sit down next to him, and literally, <laughs> TV right in front of us is black, like it doesn't work. Yeah, like the one TV out of out of ten TVs there does not work. So that's yeah. maybe why the first period sucked. But, yeah, tough luck. We jinxed yeah. it. Okay, this next guy is Mike Higashi. Hope I hit that right. He says Leafs are better than Canucks, so he's clearly off his med- medicine right now. That's okay. Uh, they still suck, though. Fuck the Leafs. And then he <laughs> put a backward slash on the end of that, just for just for a little bit of punctuation as well. Is he an Ottawa fan? Uh, I don't know. He's got what looks like a cat as his as his profile picture. It looks like oh, a cat. But it, like looks like, it almost looks like a French bulldog and a cat. That yeah, he might be like a Hamilton guy or some shit. If this is what this guy thinks of the Leafs, I want to see what he thinks of the Canucks. Well, he thinks that they're better than the Canucks, so we need to figure out what he thinks of the Leafs. He's and so he hates the Leafs, the Leafs. So therefore he yeah. must hate the Canucks, right? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of confused where he's yeah, Am I deducing that right? Yeah. I don't know. I think he, I feel, I think I feel like he might it. be... He's probably a Montreal fan. I feel like the Canadians <laughs> don't really like the Canucks, and Montreal sure shit does not like Toronto. It's true. Because he's, he, he's not a Senators fan because Senators just, are keeping their mouth shut this season. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he just hates hockey, honestly. Maybe he hates fun. He just fair. hates everyone. Yeah. I think that we are deducing that right. I think that maybe he's he's definitely deducing that because he can't figure it out. Nice. Yeah. I like Thanks. that. <laughs> like that one. Yeah. Uh, next, one. One's, next one's from Lewis. I like his profile picture a little more. I, I don't even. I can't even look at it. But it looks like he met Petey and held up a jersey with him. That's pretty sick. Sick. Uh, he says, "I feel unhappy about the people who are turning on Elias Pettersson. That's the only negative thing I have. Screw the haters." Now, fuck yeah, I pictured this guy Steven Glansberg up on the table flexing on everyone, saying, <laughs> "That's right, fuck the haters." Except yeah. he said screw, so he kind of lost points in my book there. I mean, I think the biggest thing is, is I'll never hate on our best player on the team. We'll never do that. Well, but, that's an interesting point because, like, literally, I was I was listening to AM radio on the way back from that game. Yeah, and there were tons of callers who were saying, "I never liked Pedersen." Yeah, like, uh, but but you know what though, man? Like that is all Canucks Twitter. Like that's all Canucks Twitter. That's all yeah. that shit is. It's every and, Twitter community for sports, right? And like everyone mm-hmm. fucking was all up in arms when Pedersen didn't win the or maybe or no, he did win the Calder. Did he not? Yeah. He, he yeah, got he rookie did. of the year. Um, but I don't know. I just, when people are so quick to turn on someone, I'm like, dude, I'm like, look at, like, look at what this guy did last year. You know, like he was tied for JT Miller and a lot of things for like the point lead, the goal lead, the assist lead. Like there was a lot of things that he contributed for. So when people are ready to burn the fucking city down after one and three and, you know, give Pedersen like a little niece or like a foot sweep, if they see him, like, Come on. Like, we're four games in. Like, it's not the end of the world. Um, You know, obviously, yes, the clock is ticking and Vancouver needs to get it together sooner than, like, uh, sooner than they would with an 82 game season. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, lace them up, dude, and just see if you can beat fucking Pedersen one on one and then go talk (laughs) shit. Yeah. And tell me, dude, take fucking Jordan's advice, dude. You're not going to do it. No chance. Yeah, exactly. I suppose already, but. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Uh, are we going to throw it over to our interview now? Yes, sure. Throw it our, over to Jordan from the In the Dome podcast. What a stellar guy! Enjoy, enjoy the interview, guys. What's up, everybody? 
We're back again. This video thing is hard to get used to because I keep looking at my own fucking ugly mug, but we're pleased to be joined by a much better looking fellow. Uh, we got Jordan from In The Dome Podcast, also part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Clearly miles above any kind of pay grade we are in, in books, but we're not about that today. We're about hockey and we're about good times with the boys. How you doing, Jordan? That was a good, that's a good way to start it off. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. <laughs> Love that. Oh, yeah. Is it for you doing good? Is it kind of like a two win in a row kind of good? Or is it we still have to play these fuckers eight times and I'm kind of scared good? Well, it's funny. Um, like the, the guy I do my show with, Mike, um, we always talk about this. Like when we had, when it's funny when we went into the break, right? And when the whole COVID thing went down in March, um, for the first three weeks, we're like, why are we so calm? Like, we're not swearing. We're not mad. Like, our mm-hmm. lives are, like, nice and even keel. And then as soon as hockey starts up, we had two games, and it's just like you're, you're feeling the devastation of the loss against the, in the first game, and in the next game, it's the elation of the win. It's just we're back. It, it, hockey's back. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm riding high, obviously, right now. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was the same with us. I was uh, telling Elijah, like, it doesn't still, like, feel like hockey season has actually like started like it's obviously going on but i feel like the hype around it like you really start to notice like the missing fans Mm -hmm. you know like i feel like the bubble hockey concept of playing in edmonton and toronto was cool because it's like okay we're going into playoff hockey but now it's like it's just regular season without the fans like now it's just like it's like you're watching like a a junior game where like the parents are like, okay, our kids are all shit. Like we don't have to watch this. Like just <laughs> pick them up after. You know what I mean? Like that's what it feels like to me. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I kind of experience both sides. Like, I don't, like you, uh, everybody asks the players what it's like, and they say it's weird for the first few shifts, and then you just get in a groove, right? Yeah. Like there's moments in the game I don't I don't even notice. Oh, I'm so engaged in the game, but mm-hmm. then, then it's kind of like in between whistles. I look around. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of weird, right? Yeah, like it's it's pro- like in the ice, like it's just dead quiet. Like it's so weird, and I can only imagine like what it's like for the guys actually like on the bench, like after a whistle. You know, like if a guy like chirps you or something, like you can you can definitely hear that shit. Like it's not like an under the breath type of thing. Yeah, well, we've been we've been advocating for for a while now. They should have mic'd up. Just oh, have like yeah. just have like an R rated <laughs> subscription. <laughs> all access you pay like the extra like 80 bucks a year for like just an r-rated nhl mic'd up when you sign up for nhl dude, i would pay 80 bucks a month for that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, would come to the same boat, dude. I would literally forfeit my eyeballs like i won't watch the game i'll just listen i'll just, just listen, listen. Yeah. yeah yeah so the the elation you're talking about and the ups and downs of a hockey season like i i, I imagine i imagine every hockey twitter is the same but any kind of Twitter community, like you are literally riding the peak of a roller coaster and you are diving straight down the minute your team loses. Now, <laughs> with this setup that this this season has, not only with the Canadian division, with you, you got the seven most entertaining matchups all together all the time, but just the me, me and Josh have talked about this a couple of times already. The 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 pace of the schedule, like you're p- playing the same team. I think we're playing the Canadians three times. Is it three three nights in a row? Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, that's fucked. Like, yeah, if I if back I win to back the first to back. Game, as a hockey fan, I've trained my body to say, like, okay, you won. Now you should drink tonight, be a little hungover, still enjoy tomorrow, and then the next day you get to go through the emotions all over again. But like, how are you finding it for yourself? Are you are you on some like are you fixing it with some other other side effects? Any any other medications? You know, on the, on the street stuff. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, the closest comparison we have is baseball, right? So yeah, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. We. 
uh, we've only played you guys twice. That's we played Winnipeg once and you guys twice. We haven't even played three in a row yet, but it, it is kind of weird. We, like you get the back to backs, so you're kind of used to that. Um, but it, you know, it is kind of weird thinking about we just played you guys twice, beat you both times. Um, <laughs> tough look. That's a tough look for this podcast. Well, not 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 for me, but you know, it's. Uh, <laughs> It's okay. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> Josh, go put that thing in your fucking closet, okay? Dude, I can't put it away. I couldn't put it away. I couldn't put it away because I'm like, I can't let Raph and fucking Elijah gang up on poor Jordan over here. Although this guy looks pretty shredded, so I feel like he doesn't need to like stick up for him and shit. I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'm like, I'll support the hometown team. I'll support him once in a while. That's I like okay. how you're concerned for him, but like Elijah's like 250 plus and I haven't gone outside in like four weeks. So <laughs> yeah. I mean like... <laughs> yeah, Jordan could probably just take all of us and just... Yeah, easily. Yeah, totally. So I don't know to add to your question, man. I don't know. It's too early. I think, mm-hmm. but yeah. you guys, will, you guys will know you like when do you guys start your series against uh, the Canadians tomorrow. Yeah, yeah tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I, no. think it's gonna, I think it's gonna be cool. And if and if there's there's any kind of like you know some any fun kind of stuff, fun stuff, any fun yeah. stuff going on in game one, it, mm-hmm. like what's game three gonna be like? So mm-hmm. yeah, honestly, at this point, I'm cheering for any kind of fun stuff in any matchup. Like I want, I, I don't care if it's if it's. Someone, if it's the Kings and Sharks that have a line brawl, I'm all in on that. Like, I'll probably watch that. Just <laughs> yeah. we, we haven't really had a lot, you know, a lot of fun stuff with you guys, not since, you know, the playoffs. The incident. Kind of 04 era, but um, mm. man, with, with Edmonton, like, there's a, there is a full on hatred <laughs> palpable yeah. just watching the games, even in the interviews and in the intermissions. Like, the, the announcers will ask, the players i remember like he was yamamoto like do you so you guys really don't like calgary right it's like we fucking hate they didn't swear but he's like we fucking hate them like <laughs> like literally we hate them yeah so, i mean yeah it's i don't know with you guys like i said it has we haven't really had that like intense we hate you guys since kind of 04 and maybe a couple years after that yeah. So maybe something will start up again this season. That's just kind of Vancouver too, though. Like we're a bunch of softies over here. If you make, if you come at us too hard, we'll cry. Then you look like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except except on Twitter where we'll just cancel you and we'll just eliminate your existence off the face of the earth. <laughs> if you come you at guys, us, do you guys Twitter. have a team that's kind of like that? Is it just is it just Boston since since the the Stanley Cup run? Or yeah, yeah we don't want to talk about that. I mean, yeah, like, like <laughs> that, but you don't even get to play them that much. But yeah, exactly. I would say. Like LA was the team last year because Drew Doughty came out with mad disrespect, thought he was king shit. When we got mm-hmm. we put the eight yeah. spot on him, he's like, and he said the team like that thing, but that lasted for like a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Drew Doughty pills. You're compare. You're pills in comparison with the Chucky Doughty. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, he took his feud with the Canucks. He's like, no, fuck that. Times three with Kachuk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Uh, would you say that Kachuk is kind of like the catalyst, though, to all this stuff? Like, I mean, when you go back to oh, last yeah. season, like him and Cassie and Jesus Christ, like they were going at it, Kachuk with Doughty. Like, no matter what happens, like it always seems like Kachuk is always in the thick of things. And yeah. it, everyone kind of compares him to like a Brad Marchand. But dude, like Marchand's just like a rat on the ice and he doesn't like take runs at guys. Like he's just chippy after the whistle. Like Kachuk seems to be kind of all types of a nuisance like on and off the ice like he'll shit talk you in a press conference and then he'll <laughs> shit talk you on the ice and take a run at you if you've got your head down like he's he's the trifecta of just a complete shit dessert 
disturber in Calgary. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got, and he's got all the skills to back, back it up too. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I think the closest com- comparisons may be Corey Perry. I don't think he's as big of a rat as Corey Perry, but he's on yeah. my team. So I may, might not notice it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we've talked about it. Like we, I don't remember ever having a player like Matthew Kachuk and no, you know, we've, we've played against players. Like I just named Perry and there's, you know, you named Marshawn, but man, to have a player like this is unbelievable. So mm-hmm. What you hear from you know commentators in the play-by-play, like they'll always use this phrase that he he drags his team into the matchup every night. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, and um, like it's so hard to argue that if you're just watching the game. What I'm what I'm starting to notice though, because we saw it in the playoffs, right? Mm. So the whole thing started with Cassie and Cassie called him a pussy. He said he wouldn't fight him. So what does he do? It, it's funny, like just the one-liners this guy comes out with. Like it's sheer entertainment. You guys, like, yeah. You know, like I, even his dad said, like the game needs a villain like that. Um, mm-hmm. But it's kind of like it just brings layers of you know anticipation to games. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the what was the one liner you had with casting? He's like, after the game where he did fight him, he basically said like, yeah, the more people told me you don't fight him, you don't have to fight him, the more I wanted to do it. So that's <laughs> that's why he just. He, dude, he, he's playing fucking Mike Keenan mind games with everyone right now. That's what he's dude, doing. He, he's he's just just up. Like legit, he he does that. It's, so, it's pretty awesome. Let's ask the two Calgary guys a question here. In three, <laughs> actually, actually, we'll get. It. I'm gonna ask another question after this. But out in three years, who do you think is gonna be the better player, Brady Kachuk or Matthew Kachuk? Jordan, I'll let you go for this one first. Well, that might be an apples to oranges question. I think the overall better all over player overall player um, is, is going to be Matthew. I think Brady might be able to surpass him in points. He's probably got more like overall skill, but and he, he does have the ruggedness to his game and he can get under guy's skin. But like you just said, man, he's Chucky's playing mind games. Like he's playing chess out there and everything he does, every shift is done with a purpose. Everything he says to somebody is done with a purpose. And he's just got, I don't know. As far as most valuable to your team, I'd say Chucky, but maybe, you know, there could be arguments uh, that Brady has more skill and maybe he's better. I think I would still, I would still say Chucky's probably better overall. The only thing that I'm before Josh goes, I think the only thing I'm going to give Brady over him, at least at this point is the intangibles. Like he seems like maybe a bit more of a vocal leader and a bit more of just kind of the, the, the leadership intangibles in all aspects is what I might give Brady so far. Okay, I'll definitely argue against that. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it might just be, right, like we get to see this guy. I watch him after, you know, we see him after all the press conferences. Yeah. This guy, um, and, and we already kind of talked about it, um, he he brings his team into the matchup every single night. Like this guy is a true, true leader. Like, mm-hmm. And yeah. somebody, even like, uh, I compare to Mark Giordano, you get post-game clippings with him, and it's kind of like just cliche stuff. It's like, very like, moot. Yeah, it's just like Chuck, what every captain would say. Yeah, with Chucky, you get like real, you get realness, and you get it from a place of conviction. Like he knows the game, like he grew up in it, right? Um, yeah. And now I can't really compare that to Brady, but I'll just make the argument for Matthew Kachuk that he's he's probably just as good, probably better leader at this time, anyways. Yeah, fair point. I think I think my point is, yeah, like I. I think in the long run, could I see Brady possibly being better than Matthew? Yes, but on paper, but going back to Jordan's point, like, yes, like on, like I would kind of compare like Taves and Kane, like obviously Kane is like skill wise and just points wise is 
better than Jonathan. But in terms of like owning the locker room and everything like that, that's where I would give that to Tave. So I would maybe give that kind of comparison to both Kachuk brothers is I could see Brady in the long run being better and having a more statistically successful career than Matthew. But dude, like this guy, like, like Jordan said, like this guy is, he's, he's a raw leader. Like he's not afraid to tell you what's on his mind to the media on the ice. And like, I think that's like, what the game does miss is kind of someone who is real like that. Like there's very few players that actually give you a response um, like he does. That's true. Uh, Jordan, I got some questions. Like um, what's your, what's your background in hockey? Just like being a hockey fan and all that stuff. Like I know you said you're from BC. So what's the, what's kind of your background in hockey and you're, and you growing up with it? Well, I'm from Calgary. I just moved to BC actually. I, um, my wife and I came out here. We're in the Okanagan. Um, oh, yeah, no, not a big deal. Just a, Pretty good area. Casual yeah, Kelowna. Yeah. Um, but I I played junior A in in the BCHL in Chilliwack. So nice. and we have a we have a shit ton of family in in Vanc- in um not Vancouver but on the island and kind of New Westminster and we've had people kind of in BC. We've always been coming to BC and I played hockey here. So it's just kind of like once you once you get a taste of bc if you're from alberta it's hard not to want to migrate over so yeah we finally yeah. did it fucking tell me about it dude jesus <laughs> i where, thought about where about the okanagan are you guys um my family's in vernon we're living on um a place on west side road so it's in, in between um there you go uh, Kelowna and vernon yeah that's real yeah. real lake so well yeah you're by yeah, yeah you're by finchry and all that right oh yeah right by finchry like Three minutes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Not nice. a bad place to go through a panel. And then did you, did you live in Calgary as well? Yeah. I was born and raised there. Born and raised. So and then, um, what high school you go to? Oh, whoa. We're, go- we're, we're going way forward. back. Yeah. I actually went to the, the national sports school. Where's that? Was, it was part of Eberhardt and then okay. Central Memorial after that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. 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 Josh, Josh is still in high school. That's why he's asking that. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna look for you in the parking lot or something. Okay. I was, but, uh, <laughs> um. So my next question is, how does it feel to have kind of Jacob Markstrom? Like, what was your initial thought on his contract, the length, getting him to from a division rival? Like, it's always kind of a weird transition, kind of you know, getting someone from a team that you are kind of rivaled with and someone that kind of owned the season last year. Yeah, there's a, there's actually a, yeah, there's a lot to talk, discuss on that. So my, the buddy I do my podcast with Mike, he's, he's kind of like the analytics guru guy. Love um, that. So, so he introduced it to me. I'm more just like, right. The, the straight up just kind of takes. Yeah. Eyeball, right. <laughs> eyeball test. Um, and you know, I just get that from playing, right. And you get a feel for the game and, and whatnot, but, um, so he's taught me a lot of that. And, and so together we've, he's also taught me a lot about, you know, how to learn the whole salary cap, that kind of stuff, managing your, your, you know, the money on the books and whatnot. So, um, a lot of times when we get a player, right. There's always that excitement. Oh yeah. It's a new player. And he's just like, dude, this contract fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Graduate living is stupid idiot. So, you know, he's taught, he's taught me a lot of, um, on that aspect and just like, you know, graduate living how you know all the mistakes he makes but um it's funny because we were just talking about this and man like i don't know like 
on Twitter lately, like my the comments that are getting the most likes are just like, "Holy shit, this Jacob Barsham guy is fucking good!" Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we always we always kind of knew it because whenever we played you guys, the guy would stand on his head. Yeah, um, seemed to always you know be be our demise whether we actually pull off a win or not. It was like he was always the difference. Um, but for us, the biggest difference I've noticed through three games, and we actually, you guys know Kevin Woodley? No, he's no. a writer. He's a writer for the Canucks, but he's a goalie specialist. Okay. Okay. So we had, we actually had him, familiar. We actually had him on our podcast and cause he knows like everything, right? About goaltenders. He knew a lot about Jacob Markstrom. Um, but one of the analytics things that he shared with us that uh, is from clear site analytics, which is like the upper echelon for goalie stats. Uh, they use like 27 different metrics to, to rate shot quality and whatnot. Um, but the the number one thing about Jacob Markstrom is he doesn't let in any goals that he should save. That was yeah. like coming in. And for us fans in Calgary, that's been like our biggest weakness <laughs> since yeah. Kippersov, really in the last 10, 12 years, mm-hmm. to the point where, you know, we're watching these games now. And you're just like, holy shit, you don't have to feel nervous of like a weird random shot going in from the blue line, just like backbreaking mm-hmm. late in the game, getting a team back in or just losing the game. Cause we had to deal with that with Mike Smith. Um, yeah. For two years. And then David Riddick, that was kind of his, where he started to falter last year. Um, so that's been the biggest difference with, with Mark from the, that I've noticed so far. Um, as far as the contract goes, as far as the act off season acquisition, um, you know, when, when we analyze our team, we just feel like we've needed that top six and our top six guy for so long and just to get us over, you know, to the next, to the next level. Yeah. Um, and our goaltending wasn't really our weakness last year. Right. No. So we didn't necessarily, we weren't really banging the get a goal trender drum, but um, you know, Brad's decision to do that. I mean, obviously Markstrom's getting paid a lot of money and, yeah. and that, was, that was part of you guys couldn't hang on to him because you know, you had to get rid of either Besser um Pedersen or or Markstrom, you remember you got to keep all three. Mm-hmm. Again, Hughes, right? You and Hughes. Hughes. So yeah. I think the writing was on the wall. It's a matter of time, but um, man, it's I can say after watching the three games, like it is, it is nice to have yeah. a goaltender back there that you can just rely on. You don't have to worry about and like mm-hmm. you, know, you always hear that thing: your goaltender's got to be your best penalty killer, and we've seen it in the last two games with you guys. Yeah. Um, man, the guy is outstanding. So. I think he's definitely an upgrade from what we had, um, mm-hmm. especially for those reasons I just mentioned of like, he just doesn't let in weak goals. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty pumped. It's a way different feeling than what I'm used to being a Calgary Flames fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's kind of a surreal, I have to pinch myself, remind myself like, Oh yeah, shit. We got Markstrom. And it's just a weird, it's kind of like a weird, weird thing. I keep reminding myself, you know? Yeah. And I was going to ask, cause I, I feel I feel, are you an NFL guy at all? Like just kind of more CFL, more CFL. My, my dad always had uh season tickets to the stamps. So, Oh yeah. But I, watch, I watch a little bit of NFL, not a lot. Just the like superstars. when, when I look at, um, and I'm going to make this comparison. When I look at Kipper soft to Markstrom and if, if Markstrom really is kind of like the real deal, uh, in Calgary, that's great. Good for him. But I would compare, Calgary to not having a good goaltender to like the Cleveland Browns, not having a solid starting quarterback for like the last like 12 years. Like, I feel like it's been that long to the point where 
you've always put, you know, a reasonable team together in Calgary or I guess like in Cleveland, yet you just can't get the quarterback. Like you just can't figure that piece out. So it, I mean, it's, it's good for Calgary. I mean, do I like the the length of it? It's a little bit sketchy. Cause like, I yeah. feel like Markstrom is coming into his prime at such a, I wouldn't say like an old age, but definitely an older, like 28 years old to kind of, or how old is he? Is he 29 or is he's he 30? 30. He's, 30. he's 30. So I mean, to think that he's still going to put up numbers at 6 million bucks a year when he's like 34, 35, is that a bit of a stretch? Uh, maybe, but yeah. I mean, right now it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things like you need a good goaltender to be successful and you're going to have to overpay to get a guy like that in free agency because another team will. And I'm, I'm all game when, if you want, if you guys want to just set this in stone and agree that we can completely attach the Cleveland Browns to the Calgary Flames and just have that kind of synonymous with each other for a little while, I'm hey, okay. With that. Hey, I mean, fuck if we're if we're putting that price tag, Elijah, I'll see Calgary in the Western Conference Final here and the yeah. in the semifinals of the yeah. playoffs, <laughs> and then lose into just an absolute wagon of a team. Yeah, drag all Elias Pettersson to the floor and get McConkey. Is that what you're doing now? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I think I might jump that. Uh, I might jump ship the Jordan's podcast here. You guys yeah. need a third guy. I bring some really good energy to it. Make him mop the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah, this my call up. Is this yeah. my time? Yeah, you're, you're you're being promoted from producer to first line podcaster. Congrats, yeah, I can't right. wait. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, sorry, you know, Good point. The contract is obviously there's, there's a question mark around that, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. the timing and goalies. You know, you always hear this thing like goalies are voodoo, right? So mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people caution against signing goaltenders for you know big money and long term. Yeah, um, but. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of stuff we question about Brad Living and what he does. I mean, to what no avail, really. It's not like he's going to change his ways just because we don't like something. But true. Um, you know, it is one of those cases where he's he's really started to get you know the, the first line minutes and games, the amount of games per season in the last what two three seasons. Yeah. So he seems like he keeps up athletically. I mean, some of these goaltenders like Mike Smith, I think forty this year. Yeah. So I mean, not saying Mike Smith's any good anymore, but yeah. um, I would I would expect we get probably two, three solid years out of him, and yeah. then we have right this this Dustin Wolf kind of guy, a prospect. Seems like he's freaking awesome, so yeah. he might uh, he might be the next guy in line. But mm-hmm. I don't know, and then it still depends on you know how much the the salary cap raises, right? But, True. Yeah. So yeah. we're talking for that stuff. Um, Jordan, I got, so I got kind of a two part question for you here and it kind of, it's a little bit of a now question and a future question. So this season coming up, um, I want you to kind of just in, in rapid fire, kind of give me what the Calgary flames path to the playoffs is. How are, what you can make, maybe you can tell me what other three teams make it, or you can just tell me which team are they for sure better at on the bubble that they're going to make the playoffs this year. And then if you want to follow it up with what the fuck happens with Johnny Goudreau and Sean Monaghan after this year. Because I imagine your predictions would be positive of them, but there are lots of negative ones out there. So let's hear some positive. Well, the I, I think I can rapid fire one. There's one wild card, man. It's Johnny and Monty. So if if yeah. they if they can return to form and even you know seventy five percent of what they were able to do in in eighteen nine or nineteen twenty, am I right? You're right. Yeah, no, I think so. Yeah, um, under Bill Bill Peters then Johnny scored 99 points, right? So mm-hmm. let's say if he gets up to 75, even the 70, 
right? They get they're gonna they got more depth than they've had in the last few years. Yeah. So, um, but if they if they aren't if, if if they're shells of you know what we've seen in the past, I don't think we'll make the playoffs. It's all gonna come down to those two. Um, Chucky is becoming the best player. He's the, you're in the midst of seeing Matthew Kachuk becoming our best player. Uh, I still think Johnny Gaudreau is that guy. Um, as far as you know, all skill and the ability to get your team into the playoffs. So, to me, that's that's the number one wild card. I think everything else maybe supports that. Like the defense needs to to not suck. Um, mm-hmm. Jeff, Jeff Ward tried to change our systems around after Bill Peters left. Um, actually, Bill Peters started it. It was an adjustment that he tried to um, change the systems around because we got beat by Colorado. You know, so easily. Um, and he tried to make us a more defensive team last year by all underlying metrics. We weren't, we were worse. Um, we started, he had, the, he had our team dumping and chasing all of a sudden, like under Bill Peters, we were a quick transition team, um, and got generated a lot of chances off the rush. We didn't see hardly much of that at all last year. It was dump and change, dump and change, dump and chase. And like, he even has Johnny and Monty, those guys last year, anyways, dumping and chasing. Like those guys yeah. aren't gonna retrieve bucks. Like they need yeah, to generate it doesn't work. Rush. Yeah. yeah. So those two for sure. I think um, you know, the coaching and the system plays into that a bit. We're we're still have a big question mark around Jeff Ward. Uh for instance, you know, you look at the playoff series against Dallas, he did it in in the first game against Winnipeg too. Um he's he's for whatever reason trying to force these guys into being um much better defensively so much to the, to the extent that he's giving them much more defensive zone starts than anybody else. And it's like, Mm. dude, these guys are like offensive juggernauts. Just go all in on their strengths, right? Mm -hmm. Give them all the offensive zone starts. I mean, you compare that to Connor McDavid the same night um, or the day after what, so under Winnipeg, they had like 10 defensive zone starts and seven offensive zone starts. And then, by comparison, Connor McGregor or Connor McGregor, <laughs> Connor, Connor McDavid had um, 10, 10 ozone starts and two defensive starts. So when you have yeah. a chance, when you want to deploy your lineup and your matchups, coaching wise, like that's been one of our things we've been beaten on too. Is just like so, I feel like coaching will come down to it if if Jeff Ward doesn't suck, if he if he can recognize what he needs to do to get the most out of his players. Uh, but he is kind of a wild card for me too. Mm-hmm. Those like the those are, that's kind of in the nutshell. Is that enough? Or do you want more? <laughs> no, that that's good. Okay. Um, re- realistically, though, where do you see Calgary finishing? Actually, fuck, I might as well just ask you, like, how do you see this Canadian division actually being played out? Like, if you were to go one through seven, just rep, just reel them off. Like, how does this go? Well, the the Leafs are kind of you know in a league of their own. I think. <laughs> I hate Toronto, dude. I hate Toronto. We're going going bottom up, right? So we're going Toronto and then Ottawa. As far as being a shoe-in for, I think, top three, the Leafs are up there. Um, I think Calgary is close to being a shoe-in for top three. I think they'll be top four for sure, Um, just depending on what we talked about. Mm -hmm. It seems like what we've seen from the start, we've seen both. We've seen Jeff Ward kind of blow it a little bit. We've seen him redeem himself. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the deployment of those two guys in particular against you guys was much better. They had way more ozone starts. So as, as long as that goes okay, like we just have to be 
better than we were last year, which is not a high bar at all. And I think, <laughs> and I think we'll be top three. Um, so I, I feel like those two, I actually have, as a hot take, I picked Montreal to finish first in the division, just looking at their off season acquisitions. You're that uh, guy. You're that guy that fucking swung TSN. <laughs> so, but I think Montreal might be kind of the dark horse of the division. Yeah. Um, and the only, reason why, the only reason why I say that, I don't know a lot about them, but from what I have seen from them when we play them in the past, they always beat us. And they always, yeah. beat, us, they always beat us late in games. They always like to keep games tight. The thing with yeah. Montreal, man, they're so gritty. And um, they, they can they can stay in games and then they have the wherewithal just to like, you know, tie it up and like they got the late game heroics and whatnot. Um, yeah. They got, they got deeper, right? They had to fully Anderson yeah. seems to be off to a good start. So yeah. we'll see how it pans out, but I do like Montreal. I'd say that they'll finish top four. Um, yeah. I have Edmonton in the top um. <laughs> this guy's not picking Vancouver. This is so upsetting. You're gonna make me cry. You already <laughs> the Okanagan. Hey man, there, there's, so much, there's so much season. It's, no one ever predicts these things right. So let's hope I'm wrong. Right. True. True. Um, but the reason why I have Vancouver placed down below uh, the the playoff line because I actually think I had them. No, I had the I had them. No, I had Winnipeg, then Vancouver, then then Ottawa. I think. Oh, yikes! Yeah. We're we're almost sub basement here, Jesus. Yeah. But that's the only, brutal. The only reason is like you guys were awesome, obviously in the playoffs and mm. leading up to the playoffs. The thing is, and and like my, my buddy Mikey he called this uh, at the start of the last season when you guys signed JT Miller, and you cut betting kind of blew his load, right? Um, and and part of that is right, the Vancouver and most of the Canadian markets, right? They need to be in the playoffs every year. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of the pressure that these guys feel. So there's probably some pressure from ownership on betting. Like, yeah, whatever, pull the trigger. We got, let's make the playoffs. Unfortunately for you guys, there was no playoff revenue last year. Um, <laughs> right. Two, two rounds. That would have been nice. Yeah. Um, but then you're already running into some of the issues of, you know, him blowing his load at the beginning of last season. Right. So you lost, was it four guys? Yeah, these are arguably like pretty important pieces. Like, you mm-hmm. know, Levo gives you depth, right? He's starting to find a scoring touch. He hasn't scored for us yet. We'll see what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Tanev, I don't know. I want to get your guys' thoughts on Tanov. Like, Tanov sucks. Have fun. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you. You're drunk. Because <laughs> we can swap, uh, you know, takes on him and Hamannick. I think we got better. With Tanev over Havnick, I don't think Havnick, you know, you guys will be too thrilled with him. Um, <laughs> and then, obviously, I mean, the goaltending, right? That's yeah, that's huge. So, I just feel like you guys missed a lot of key pieces, and you kind of took a step, a mini step back. You guys are still, I think, you know, got a bright future and whatnot, as long as Benning doesn't screw things up. But, um, I don't know. I just think you guys took a small step back with what you lost in the offseason. That's why – and and the division's pretty – you know, it's competitive. Yeah. yeah and you know, like, you know, it's not right. like the rest of the league where you have just like, you know, there's five, six teams up here and they're better than everybody else. Like outside of Toronto, like everybody's going to be pretty close. I think it's pretty so, even. It's yeah. going to be a dog fight for sure at the very yeah. end. Yeah. Now, Jordan, 
what you just said and, and kind of a lot of your overall comments, they're really striking me as kind of like a, a coach, like like just coach speak right there. You got a lot of coach in you. So I'm kind of wondering, just, just asking for a friend too. Let's just say you were handed the reins to a men's league team who had never skated a day in their life. What's the first <laughs> thing you're working on? A men's, men's league team? Yeah, don't just say skating though. Like, like what's the first drill where you're like, all right, boys, like – Need to figure this fucking shit out. We're gonna do this. Everybody knows how to play hockey, but they haven't played together yet. Is that the scenario? No, no one knows how to skate. Like we, like they all know. They all know the game mentally. Like we've all played shell from from oh nine <laughs> later in edges. What's your first move? Well, I would say like before you mess around with any pucks, you got to get the power skating done. Sorry, are you thinking like a bag skate? Like opening day no, shape? No, like skating technicalities. You said you guys can't skate, right? Oh, not us, dude. Asking for a friend. Don't worry. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get the, the technical stuff down. Yeah. So yeah. Start with the start with the power skating, and once you get oh. skating, figure out why the pucks in later. Okay, maybe a better question. How in a group like that, if you were a, if if you were a coach, how would you identify a captain? Like, well, you know, you, you look at obviously some. Hey, there's something to be said about you know whoever has a lot of skill and might be one of your best players. Right. And why? Cause they can lead from example. Right. So, you know, whoever has experience um, and whoever just kind of gets, I would say both the game and people. Right. Yeah. Fair. You gotta be, have someone that can communicate. Right. Cause I mean, you have guys like Mark Giordano, dude, like he leads by example. I don't think he does much leading in the dressing room to be honest. Um, and maybe he doesn't have to, right? Like mm-hmm. he's the, he's the prime example of what a professional is in hockey, like on and off the ice. Um, but as far as, you know, calling guys out, like that's, I don't see him doing that. It's more like, yeah. Chuck, so, right, but, so but well. you know, combination of, you know, having, either, you know, knowing enough about hockey to know, you know, managing emotions and, you know, momentum in the game and then, just being able to communicate with people. And then whoever can shotgun the beer the fastest, I think it's <laughs> <laughs> I know you were getting there eventually, don't we? <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, that's all we got for you today, man. We appreciate you stopping by. Gracing our presence, us one in three lonely folk down here in the bottom, but we will see you. Thanks for having me on. I'll, maybe I'll leave on this note. Is It's funny, like, you, you look back at the rivalry you had with you guys around 04 and just after that. Like we fucking hate you guys so bad, <laughs> but you know, with the with the coming and going of the Sydney's and that era, and you know, Bexa and Kessler and all those guys, um, you know, I've, I've mentioned it a couple of times in the past few years. Like, I don't really hate Vancouver anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you've seen a couple of douchebag podcasters get you right back in there. Don't there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's good we're doing this. Did this tonight and this in you know twenty twenty one instead of you know back then because I probably wouldn't have came on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it, man. All right, guys. Take care. Awesome. Take care. Thanks, Jordan. Hey, boys. So we uh, we got some NFL talk here. We we definitely promised ourselves that we would follow this season through. We would see it to the end. And we would continue our fandom all the way to the Super Bowl and just finish that the way it should be done. Yeah. Um, so, Josh, Raph, you included in this as well. This last weekend, uh, divisional round, obviously huge games everywhere. Um, Massive. Yeah, I think we're, we're kind of giving some thoughts, some unorganized thoughts. Let's just give some unorganized thoughts, Josh. Um, okay, well, my first thing was, did I find any of these games very exciting 
Not really. I don't really know why. It just seemed like it was everything that you kind of, at least for me, expected to happen, happened. Like I called every single game. I said the Bills are going to beat the Ravens. I said the Chiefs are going to beat the Browns. I said the Bucs are going to beat the Saints. And I said that the Packers were going to beat the Rams. So why did you put a slick grand on it? Because nothing. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Well, this leads me into my first game then. I didn't really like New Orleans and the Tampa Bay game is probably my, I would say like my one wild card. Um, I mean, just Drew Brees, man, like he's got to retire. Like that was just like, that was almost sad to watch. Like that was like Mufasa fighting for his life, climbing up the cliff. And Jameis Winston is like long live the king and just, just let's fucking breeze go into just like a big fucking stampede of wildebeest, which is the Tampa Bay defense. That's a sick analogy. You like that one? That was off the, that was tough. That was off the dome. That was out of the dome, not in the dome. No, not in the dome. Have you guys watched V for Vendetta? That was the analogy. Okay. It's like at the end when he gets shot the fuck up in the train station. Now I was talking to one guy and you guys know me. Big Brady guy, huge, like there's, there's regular season Brady and then there's playoff Tom and, uh, <laughs> playoff Tom. Playoff Tom. <laughs> and credit, like credit to this motherfucker, man. Like the fact that you can go from a team where you were arguably one of the greatest dynasties, I would say in all of sports, go to a new team you're one game away from the Super Bowl, learn a new playbook, have new, like you're just, everything is brand new. And to new, perform new bedtime, as well. new bedtime, you're a year older. It's just a whole bunch of intangibles that come in and you're just like, okay, how well is Tom Brady actually going to play? The odds are stacked against him, dude. He is. Yeah. And, and people obviously <laughs> said at the beginning of the year, like Brady is not the answer for the box. He's not the answer. And like, he's too old, man. Fuck that. Like, I think Brady had like so much to prove this season to just prove again. Like he's not too old. Um, and my, my last thing, my last thing that I will say is he didn't actually ever call the plays on the field in new England. It was all, it was all Belichick. Yeah. This year it was like 80-20 for Brady. Like Bruce Arians was calling like 20% of the plays or like the offensive coordinator was and like Brady would call like the other 80%. So, he's calling a new playbook to guys that's, he's never played with and has had that much success. Yeah, so, that's big dick swinging right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm um, all in on the box this weekend if you haven't if you haven't already uh found that one. So, out. you're going to look at Aaron Rodgers right now, the guy who is playing he's playing a Call of Duty campaign on beginner mode, and he's <laughs> like he's a Twitch streamer playing on beginner mode right now. That's Dude, what you're. That's what you're betting against, man. I like. Don't get me wrong. Green Bay is a hell of a team. They're a great team, but when I look at, uh, like the key matchup in this game is going to be the Green Bay offense against the Tampa Bay defense. The Tampa Bay defense is pretty good, and they're hard hitting. Um, 
Whereas I, I think fucking Brady is going to have a, I wouldn't say a field day with the green Bay defense, but the green Bay defense is not that good. Um, so if Brady just starts slinging and he, and we all know, like everyone's like, Oh, well, you have to go to green Bay and play in the cold buddy. This guy playing fucking Fox bro for the last 15 years. <laughs> That's all he does is cold. So anyone that says he's not used to cold weather. Yeah. He played in Florida for one year, but dude, Brady has ice in his veins that I don't care where you put him. He will, he will perform. Yeah. Okay. So Josh, um, yes. now I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Josh, are you done stroking off Brady over there? Or are you going to keep going a little bit longer? <laughs> well, have, have you seen a, have you seen a white thing shoot up from uh, the bottom of my screen? Dude, just <laughs> give you know, me a Raph, Raph, just give me two shake weights and we'll just start going like that. <laughs> just alternating hands. Just <laughs> <laughs> Josh, no, I know you're a very financial smart person. <laughs> Would you bet a thousand dollars on the Bucks this weekend? I can't afford that, so no. You can <laughs> afford that, and you will afford that. Am I like Josh? I, you're I gonna double up if you do this. On, you're gonna more, dude. You'll get more money than that. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you're have, like two and a half. I'm pretty dude, sure I just, that- we have you on record just fucking raving over Brady for five plus minutes. Why wouldn't yeah. you do it? Dude, well, because like Elijah said, like, don't get me wrong. Like when I feel like whenever someone gives like a hot take, they're putting disrespect on the other person. Yeah, you kind of are like you're betting against the other team. But don't think for a second that I don't know that Aaron Rodgers is like right fucking there. Like Rodgers is is the MVP. Like he's good. Like he is fucking phenomenal. Elijah, can you do me a favor? Yeah, what's up? Can you put a banner on the bottom of this video that says that Josh is putting $1,000 on Brady? Just that if anybody just coincidentally skips to this part, they'll know that it happened. And then Josh <laughs> bound by contract to fucking bet for Brady. <laughs> um, so one thing I'm going to, I'm going to run two. or actually, no, I won't even do that. It's a lame question. Um, so my thoughts on this, the green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers is phenomenal. I think by the end of his He's career, great. What if he wins two Super Bowls like back to back right now? Like just back to back. What if he just does it? He's like, what do you it. mean? He wins this year, next year? Yeah. What if he just like, fuck it? I'm gonna win two Super Bowls in a row. All of a sudden, boom, he's right there with Breeze. Like, or sorry, with with Brady. What like, do you he's mean he's be. right there with Brady? No, he's not. He would have to be. I don't care if it's the same number. If it's six versus three, it has Rogers won one or two? I think one. One. Yeah. If even if it's three versus six, dude, like Rogers has had nothing. <laughs> so pretty much nothing his whole career. Like, come on. Dude, Compared to uh, Brady. Dude, I don't know, man. Like, I just like, don't get me wrong. Like, Rogers is going to be a Hall of Famer. He 100% is going to be a Hall of Famer. But, <laughs> oh God, here we go. Hell yeah, dude. But when you, when you put Rogers up against the careers that Drew Brees, that Tom Brady have had, like, it doesn't, it doesn't come close yet. Now, I'm pretty sure there's, a sizable yeah. age gap between Brady and uh, Brady and Rogers. Not even that I, crazy, dude. Sorry, it's not even that much. <laughs> what do you mean, like for age wise? Yeah, it's six years, but it's because Tom's forty three. Like he's fucking old. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, so like he's got a six year, he's got a three year age gap with Joe Thornton, but that's because Joe Thornton's forty. Yeah. So again, like I just I don't I don't really see. Aaron Rodgers even coming close to what Brady has done. Yeah. Like, I, it, it won't be. And if Brady wins this year, man, 
Like if he wins first year with a new team, like that's got to be fucking unheard of. Yeah, that's especially that's for a guy that his age. If he wins anything else, that's goat status. Like, there is yeah. there anyone you should you should be in a you should probably disappear off the face of the earth if you disagree with that. Yeah, After. like at first, like when it was when he was approaching Montana, even like when he tied Joe Montana, like people are like, "Oh, Montana's still better," and then he won his sixth, yeah. and then. Yeah, so, but the one thing I did hear today uh, on part of my take, and I just want to go on to the Saints for just like one sec, but like the fact that New Orleans only won one Super Bowl with Drew Brees is yeah. very upsetting. That is so upsetting to have a guy who just has all these individual NFL records that you almost think like, holy shit, like even Brady is kind of far off from touching these records in terms of like passing yards and all this shit. Like, and he's got one title. Yeah. Like that's nuts. It's insanity. I agree. It's, it's every, every trophy is a tough one. Elijah, are you talking right now? I can't tell. Yeah. What's up? Raph, can you hear me? Yep. There we go. Hey, what's up? Episode 14 of Stickering Podcast. Josh, what's up? We're back. What's up, guys? Um, so, what were you saying? Uh, I was going to jump into the, I don't even remember what I was saying, but let's jump into the Bills game, is what I was going to say. Okay. Um, so, the Bills, they lash out against the Ravens in the second half. They move on. Lamar Jackson is still Lamar Jackson, and I would rather take 10 quarterbacks over him at this point. Yep. Um, and Josh Allen. Josh Allen's the complete package at this point. So they're going to roll into Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes is going to play. That's uh, that's a fact. It's probably in the Holy Bible, somewhere in Revelations, where it says in 2021, Patrick Mahomes will play with noodle brains. Yep. And <laughs> just a fact. Um, hey, is that a hot take that I just use the Bible to reference a fact? Like, do you think people will get upset about that? Yeah, maybe. No, but it is yeah. a hot take that you call them noodle brains. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think maybe piss off some atheists like i might get canceled by the atheists after this i love that sick take um well i don't even think mahomes actually had like he got put into like concussion protocol yeah but i think it was released that he had like a pinched nerve in his neck that stopped blood from going into his brain so like that's why he kind of like looked loopy yeah you could play with that that's fine yeah, hundred percent. So, well, I mean, like when you think of like a pinched nerve, like that to me is like something like you sleep wrong and you think like you pinched a nerve and like it just kind of like irritates you. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, is that something that could get like massaged out? Could you go to just physio for a couple hours and just have that baby just ready to go? Yeah. Could it come back like I don't know, third and twenty, fourth quarter, two minutes yeah. left? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, like he's like he's under center, he's ready for the snap, and you just see his head just kind of tilt a little bit, and he still hikes the ball. And he, looks, uh, <laughs> and he looks like Tyree Kill, and like now he's like truly defining like the no look pass moment. Yeah. He just, <laughs> just goes like that, <laughs> throws it off sideways. Potatoes. See, yeah. that's, this was the world we live in, where when someone said head head injury, I literally thought that the only option was concussion. Like I didn't think there's anything else like fractured skull, concussion. Yeah. Headache, concussion. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It's all concussion. So the one thing I will like the one the one thing I will say about these four teams remaining, I actually don't mind 
three of the four fan bases. So Green Bay fans are kind of fucking annoying because like they'll always just like like the cheeseheads. No, Damn. because they're because they always try and like compare themselves like to Brady in New England when he was there, and they try and compare themselves to uh, New Orleans and all this shit. And I'm just like, guys, I'm like, y'all haven't done shit. Like they tried to compete with Seattle and um, Buccaneer fans. I think are just like keeping their mouths shut because they haven't yet to experience what the Tom Brady effect actually is. Uh, and then you go into the AFC and you think, dude, like Bill's boff. Yeah. Like how do you like, they're actually like really like good fans. I read something that when they beat a certain team, a bunch of Bill's fans actually donated to like the opposing teams, players like yeah. charity. That was Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Lamar. Yeah. 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 Lamar Jackson's charity. Yeah, and I'm like, but I, that, I heard it was kind of a, like a not a chirp because like donated charity can't be a chirp. But I think everyone it was like a, it was a trend where they were donating eight dollars, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't know the significance of that. Did he complete maybe eight passes? Is that the joke? Well, no what number does he wear? Does he wear eight? Maybe could be. Um, so I'm gonna look at the silver lining and say that good on you, Bills fans. If you're trying to do it for a chirp, then fuck you. Um, because I actually like Bills fans, like they're just rowdy. Like, how do you root against? How do you root against Bills fans? Like, they don't do anything to anyone else. They just jump through tables and shit. Um, like the neighborhood farmer that's actually like a really deep down nice guy. Yeah, and like, mm-hmm. and I feel like the Chief fans are kind of like. The you know like the one really good athlete in your group and like he's just like such a nice guy like he's like the captain of your hockey team and he's not like yeah. a dick. I've tried to be a nice guy for a long time. I think it's I think I've been doing that. I'd say so. Yeah, best athlete too. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So okay. good. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just do game picks here. Who do you got? I got I got the if if Mahomes plays. Fuck man. If the Bills get off to a slow start. Uh, they're going to lose. Like if they get off to the slow start they did against Baltimore, they are going to get shit kicked because they will not come back. But if they get off to a decent start, just a couple touchdowns here and there, field goals, whatever, I could see the Bills actually winning this game if Mahomes isn't fully at 100%. But if Mahomes is like, yeah, I'm ready to go, like how do yeah. you bet against Kansas City? Like I, And again, same mentality as I said last week when it was the Chiefs and Browns. I hope that I improved wrong, but I just have to go with the reality that the Chiefs are just a wagon. But hey, if the Browns go to the fucking Super Bowl, or or if the Bills go to the Super Bowl, let's go. That oh, is going to be yeah. rowdy. <laughs> and I got the box. I got the box over the Packers. So you're taking the Bills officially? $1,000 in the Bills? No. Man, dude. I'd, I'd put a grand on the Chiefs, maybe. If Mahomes You've, is 100% okay. But like... Like normally, are you taking the Bills at all, or are you taking the Chiefs? Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs. Okay, but if yeah. Mahomes isn't at 100, percent then I'm t- I'm taking the Bills. I'm going Chiefs. Chiefs. Packers. I, I I a big part of my fandom is I like to root against the favorites, and I I also think it's very hard to fucking to repeat as champions. Wait, sorry. Oh. Re go as favorites, dude. The Packers are a favorite. You nutsack. No, I said it. I usually am very. I'm usually. Like very hard root, hardwired to root against favorites. Mm. And I was more, I was more talking about the Chiefs because they are the, the past champions, and I wanted to say that it's just too hard to win two in a row, and they'll eventually lose to someone. But I mean, 
this roster. The the X factor for me is Kelsey, and I think Kelsey's just going to put up another 110 yards. He's so good. Like it's ridiculous. So yeah, and I, I mean, fuck, like. You just think like who matches up? Like I've yet to see a corner shut down Tyree Kill. Yeah, I, they all try and give him space. He'll take twelve yards. Yeah, give him yeah. any kind of give him any kind of fucking man to man. He'll take forty. So yeah, I don't and know. Like and Travis Kelsey runs routes like he's a wide receiver, yet he's bigger than a fucking linebacker. So it's like who do you put on him? A safety yeah. or a corner, or do you put on a linebacker who he's faster than? Like it's just they. Yeah, it's crazy. What is up, everybody? Mikey CLT here from Bar Down Breakdown, letting you know that our 100th episode is going to be dropping exclusively on the Hockey Podcast Network on January 27th. We will be joined by special guest Derek from the amazing pop punk band State Champs. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on all our socials so you do not miss any of our amazing episodes. We are so pumped that we have made it to episode 100. And to thank you, we are running an Instagram contest where one lucky winner can win a Steez brand snapback hat. So head over to our Instagram and enter our contest. Also, if you are just hearing about Bar Down Breakdown, make sure you go and check out our 99 other episodes where we have had artists who have been nominated for Grammys all the way down to artists who are unsigned, where we dive into the crossover between alternative music and hockey. So make sure you go and check out Bar Down Breakdown wherever you listen to podcasts, brought to you exclusively by the Hockey Podcast Network. Anyway. Okay. Goats and Woats. Absolutely. The return of goats and woats, America's least favorite segment because you guys are weirdos and Canada's favorite segment brought to you by Canada's favorite podcast. Thank you. Uh, today we are doing the goats and woats of athlete names of history. So first and last names of athletes. We're doing the best, the greatest and the worst and the worst of all time. So uh, today I'm going to give the talking stick to raffle to start out with. They'll kick us off. With the oh, we lost Josh. Whenever Josh is ready to. Oh, I'm here. Sorry. Okay. There Brad, you go. You go ahead. You let us. You let us. Just set the tone for us. How about that? The number one name, the goats, the goat, the goatest name of all the goats. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys ready for this? I'm oh, ready. God. Magic Johnson. Oh, that's a good name. That's a really good name. Hey. That's, yeah. That's a fucking killer name. If I'm playing any kind of sport, if I'm fucking gaming and I look on the other team and there's somebody named Magic Johnson, I'm just throwing in the (laughs) towel right there. I'm just, I'm just calling it. Like that's that's a fucking that's you're just handing out L's at that point in any aspect of life too. Like any aspect of life, you're in a class and you're like one of your your like fellow students is named Magic Johnson. You're like, yeah, I'll take second. If you're if you're applying for that new corporate job and the guy next to you's name is Magic Johnson, you might as well just walk out that fucking door. You're not getting that job, dude. It's like, yeah, we'll yeah. call we'll call Raph into the interview next for the interview. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to just shred my resume. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Yeah, just give it to this magic guy. Fucking see ya, dude. <laughs> um, who's next? Is it me? Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah. Okay. First goat is Tiger Woods, man. Tiger. Uh, one of mine there. Okay. Tiger right. Woods. I just who names their son Tiger? Like that's fucking yeah. sick. Only Earl Woods, dude. Have you watched the Tiger? You got to watch the Tiger documentary. I, I know. 
I know I haven't, but like, I think like a lot of these names that we say are actually like guys who made a good impact on their respective sport. Like Ralph said, magic, arguably one of the best point guards, Tiger Woods, the best golfer. Yeah. So Tiger Woods, that's number one for me. All right. Uh, my first pick, I'm kind of staying on the theme of what you guys were saying, like guys that really changed their sports. Uh, so I'm going with Richard Leroy trickle, uh, more commonly (laughs) referred to as Dick trickle. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> he actually he died on season 2013 so uh let's not laugh too hard because what's what's what that's so shitty dude he was, he was an american race car driver he's nascar Hell yeah. <laughs> no way that's the most you know what what else would i expect though you know it's like we're wow. here at the daytona 500 dick trickle he actually died of suicide so like i'm not trying to joke about that oh <laughs> but like i didn't find that out now until i'm joking about his name so that's kind of a tough look on me all but right yeah t- leroy dick trickle still still an all-time <laughs> for sure okay all right. Uh, next name, obviously a game-changing name. Just one of those names that when you hear yelled, it's always yelled with intensity and some crazy Spanish guy in the background. Uh, Ronaldo. <laughs> oh, <good name. laughs> Ronaldo also goes hand-in-hand with Messi, but I mean... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Christi- Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Not even I a like first that. name, just Ronaldo. Just Ronaldo is all you need for that name, in my Love opinion. That. that name just stands out. Everyone knows yeah. who you're talking about. What okay. other name is there in life where you can have two generational talents of a sport, the, the same name. Like, when does that happen? Yeah. I remember Dude, I growing up not understanding athletes and stuff like that. And I remember seeing like the Brazil jerseys of Ronaldo around. You're like, okay, that's the best soccer player in the world. And then like five yeah. years later, you're supposed to there's understand Portuguese Ronaldo. Yeah. Then there's a different Ronaldo. You're like, how does it work? And then Ronaldinho comes in the mix too. And you're just a little bit more confused, <laughs> but you're not certain. <laughs> countries too. You're like Brazil, Portugal. What the fuck do I believe? Yeah. Oh my god. Um okay, my next one. Uh Lenny Dykstra. Oh okay. Lenny Dykstra was I think he was an outfielder for the New York Mets. Um I've just always loved that name. Like that name is electric to me. Like when I Lenny Dykstra, like I feel like electric is in that word a little bit. Um uh, I've never even watched the guy play ball. I think he played in like the mid eighties and early nineties. Um, but yeah, just what well, I've, I've heard, I've heard it on TV. I've heard it somewhere, but that name has always stuck with me. Like that was actually the first name that came to mind for me. like Lenny Dykstra. Like, how do you like not like that name? <laughs> just makes you smile. I like Lenny. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, okay. My next pick is Danny Heatley. Uh, that's a sick name. Name. A good one. name Heatley for a hockey player, especially the way hockey players talk. Like how many times do you think this fucking idiot was in the locker room saying he's on another heater during his 50 old <laughs> he, Yeah, Heatley's on a heater. Yeah. Not even other people saying that about him. He's just saying it about himself. <laughs> Walking around the locker room. He's like, what's up, heater? <laughs> I wonder if guys actually ever called him like Danny Heater. You know that <laughs> like I'd be that'd be a sick name. That'd be dope. Uh, right. uh, my last one, you guys, my you guys will appreciate this one. Uh, I just like it because again, super fun name to say, Bubba Watson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bubba Watson. Bubba, <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking sick, dude. <laughs> He's oh. oh my god. Okay, 
Um, my last one. Uh, I think Elijah, you're not going to know this name at all. Raf, you're going to. I hope. Okay. Uh, Ayrton Senna. Ooh. Yes. This um, is our notes, Josh, not our woes. I know, I know, I know. Um, just a renowned F1 driver that died in a, he died at a racetrack in Italy during a race. Um, 1994. Yeah, 1994 is when he passed, but apparently one of like the best. His career never like, obviously like he died so young. Yeah, um, never really took off. Never really took off, but people still possibly say that he's even better than Lewis Hamilton these days. But again... Those people are fucking crazy, dude. Except you don't know what you don't know because it never, uh, you never got to see it. But yes, Ayrton Senna. Yeah, this might be was a conversation that, for another. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Was it McLaren? Is it? What's the what? What car is the Senna? The McLaren, right? McLaren yeah. Senna. Yeah, the McLaren. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this might this might land completely flat on you guys. You might hate me for saying it, but when is it like okay to joke about death? Like, when are you allowed to like make light of death? Well, I think it's more uh, case by case basis. Well, I think it's more so like how they pass. Is it? I mean, yeah, I would say so. I mean, like, I mean, when we go back to Dick Trickle, I mean, like, yeah, great name. Quite crushing to read that. But like, he also like committed suicide. Like, it's sad. Whereas like Ayrton Senna, same thing. Like, he died, but like also at the same time, like he died doing what he loved. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then there's the other side too. Like, like Dick Trickle, like tragic story he also died when he was i think he was like 63 or something like that like mm. he was old it sounds like this this senate guy was young mm-hmm. that's also yeah. it's all situational though right yeah, yeah. Like, it's ultimately it's like yeah it's like you're fucking you're walking on pins and needles with that one mm-hmm. yeah there's no easy way to do it right nothing more exhilarating than pins and needles though am i right no and no okay <laughs> no 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 what's your last one my last one is 85 do you guys know where I'm going with this? 85. What is that in Spanish? Oh, that's one of my that's one of my woes. <laughs> this is the first time that I realized that that's his jersey number. Yeah, <laughs> I never even I just thought it sounded cool. I was like, oh, Cinco. That's like that sounds like something you'd say when you're drunk. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like another term. Like instead of saying Feliz Navidad, Mexico, you just start yelling Ocho Senko and see what <laughs> see what happens. Dude. I love that. Okay, quotes, quotes. Uh, ben Roethlisberger. Oh, yeah, I hate right. that last name so much, dude. What do you do? You hate seeing it more or reading it more? Which one sucks? Both, both suck. Both are zero amounts of fun. <laughs> I, oh looking, looking at it on paper too I when I was writing down my like notes and everything like that I wrote it down and then I had to double check to make sure that I spelt it right and, the, and <laughs> just me spelling it wrong kind of pissed me off I was like fuck this name even more dude <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and then I wrote it right burger. what? Isn't it, don't you spell it like Rothless Burger? yeah there's an E in there where there yeah, should be it doesn't I think fucking it's, matter I think it's, I think it's R-O-E-T-H-L-I-S-B-E-R-G-E-R Pretty yeah, sure that's how that. you spell it. Uh, yeah, um, nailed it. Okay, my my vote. Um, meta world peace. <laughs> you just don't like the guys <laughs> that change their names. You're an asshole. I suck. <laughs> and and you know what's so funny is like 
his original name is Ron Artest, which I actually think is a sick name. That's a great <laughs> name. <laughs> and he switches it to Meta World Peace. And then he switched it again. Raph, can you Google this for me quickly? <laughs> Just Google what did Meta World Peace change his name to after? It was like something it was- Panda. It was I think something it was just meta. No, was, no, no, um, no. Meta was, World Peace. He changed his name again. He changed his name from Runner Test to Meta World Peace. I just, uh, oh, hold on. Uh, and then he changed it again. It's Panda yeah. something. It's like Panda Lover or like, like some Szechuan Panda. Sorry, Maybe? like Szechuan Panda, the cuisine place. No, <laughs> that's a sick brand ambassador. If you do that. Oh, it's saying what he considered. He, ch- he considered changing his name to Queensbridge. No, why isn't this fucking? It's like, why isn't it just like right there? Yeah. Either way, we'll move on. We'll come back to it. My yeah. first pick. I hated saying this name as a kid. I don't know why. Jerry King Waller. Just don't like it. Jerry don't. Waller. Is that, uh, Law- is that from Lawler. W-W- Oh, oh right. Jerry Lawler. Lawler. Oh, yeah, yeah, L-A-W-W-E. Yeah. I also just didn't like the way you sounded on WWE. Just get out of here with it. Okay. Okay. Jim Ross. Was he, yeah, Jim Ross. He yeah. was on. He, he was on Monday Night Raw, right? I think so. Yeah. Waller. Yeah. He changed his name to Meta Ford Artest. There you go. Weird. So it's like he, com- he combined his name with his wife's name. Okay. I swear he changed it to something like do like Meta World Peace Panda and see what comes up. <laughs> Meta World Peace. And while you're doing that, Raph, give me your first vote or your second vote. Sorry. Hold on. There's a lot going on right now. <laughs> Meta World Peace changing his name to the Panda's friend. Yes, that's it. The Panda's friend. Like, what do you mean? Dude, I'm sorry, but in life, you know how like Xbox, you can only change your gamer tag like once and it's free, and then second, it's like a pain in the ass to change after. I yeah. feel like people should get that in life. It's like, hey, you can change your name once and it's fine. But if you yeah. keep fucking changing it, like you got to fill up more paperwork and it becomes like more expensive. Dude, it should be, it should be like, you should have to pay 50% of everything you own. Yeah. <laughs> and we know like if you change your name, you really need it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my next one, Peyton Manning. What? I, I hate the name Peyton. I don't what, like. Why are you do hating not, on, why do you not like all these NFL quarterbacks? What? Do you not I, like, I just don't like the name Peyton. What for girls? No, dude. From One Tree Hill, man, a little Peyton. No, dude. Who watches oh. One Tree Hill? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I just um, don't like the name Peyton. I'm sorry, my guy. Okay, so because Chad Ochosenko is my second one, I'm just gonna say my third. Okay. Uh, but I have some good honorable mentions that I can say at the end. Uh, my second vote <laughs> is Jared Saltalamachia. Oh, that's a good <laughs> Red Sox name. How do you spell that? Salt so, so it's, <laughs> I think it's S-A-L-T-A-L-M-A-C-C-H-I-A. Dude, you're literally like George Costanza. He's, here's the last name. He's like, tries to spell it. <laughs> He's like, country of origin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> baseball jersey is so funny. Though. It literally, like, it goes in a perfect U almost. It's yeah. Like I think he has the record for the longest name in baseball, and he was a catcher for the Sox when they won the World Series in 2013. He was actually pretty good, but his name, I'm like, I'm like that must be the worst of all time for this guy. Like, how do you fit that on anything? I think imagine shit. like imagine being like called down to the office and like you're the principal over the intercom, just like butchering your butchering your name. Like, there's a reason why all of his teammates called him Salty. Like, 
Yeah. It was just easier. Way too much. Um, yeah. Oh, my next pick here is Marco Sturm. Uh, <laughs> and he, he looked every bit of that name as well. I don't know if you guys have seen him before. Marco uh, Sturm. He's got a Sturm with an M. Oh, and, Sturm? Yeah. I used to. Uh, he was a German guy, right? I don't know. I think so. That sounds German. I, yeah. He's a Germans. I, I remember when I was playing NHL as a kid, I used to joke around and call him Marco Sperm. So that was <laughs> Christ. So <that> <laughs> All right, my last fucking vote on that note, Brock Lesnar. I don't oh. like that name. I think it's a very ugly name. I'm sorry, Brock. What about yeah. even the two names individually? Like, if, what about Brock Besser? <laughs> no, I'm not a fan. Like, the name Brock isn't different for me, but Lesnar just kind of, Lesnar just kind of fucking adds it onto there for me. I don't like it. <laughs> I, I hate the name Brock. I actually hate it. Yeah. It's you say. Like a, you say Barack? Okay, no, wait, Barack. Real quick, real quick. First, when you hear the name Brock, who is the first person you think of? A Besser. Yeah, no. Besser, unfortunately. Brock Besser. I think of Brock from Pokemon. If anyone ever watched the fucking yeah. Pokemon series. Yeah. yeah I do remember yeah. that. Okay. So, yes, my last one is good old Chad Ochoasanko, also known as Chad Johnson. Honestly, if I had a name like Chad Johnson, I'd probably change it to that's boring. That's a boring ass name. Anyway, <laughs> Elijah, what's your last one, pal? My last one is Miroslav Shatan, otherwise oh, yeah. known as Satan. Satan. Yeah, nah. like, literally spelled as Satan, dude. How do you rock? How do you do that? How do you who, rock? Did, who did he play for? He was a devil, right? Or a saber? Uh, a saber, most of his career, yeah. Yeah, Buffalo Saber. Yeah, so Miroslav Shatan bringing fucking Antichrist into this life. Do you guys have any honorable mentions? Uh, no. I got Jimmy Johnson for the goats. Oh, okay. NASCAR driver, number 48. You have to be a NASCAR driver if you're named Jimmy Johnson. (laughs) You're only half in life. Um, My honorable mentions are two baseball players. The first one is Prince Fielder. I think that's (laughs) the best names you could ever give to a baseball player. Hilarious how he could never play the field in his life. Well, he played DH. Yeah. (laughs) He was the designated hitter. Like, you couldn't even feel. Fielder if he tried. Yeah. um, and I'm pretty sure his dad's name was actually King Fielder. I'm actually was, like wasn't it Cecil. Oh, oh. <laughs> Cecil. Yeah, <laughs> that's a sick name. Yeah. Um, but my my last my last honorable mention, like I died, is Coco Crisp. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that like guy, a- dude. That guy was so nasty in center field for Oakland. He was so good. He stole bases. He was so quick and he had such a good bat. Dude, you know what we should have included in this? That I'm just thinking about it right now. What's wrestlers, what? like WWE, uh, and like SmackDown wrestlers, like SmackDown Raw wrestlers. That'd be so fucking funny. Maybe we can. Oh, there's another goats Ric and rolls, baby. No, best, <laughs> be, best and worst wrestlers of the WWE. We should do best and worst divas. That'd be so. Oh, Ooh, give me a. Oh, what's her name? Lita. No, Nikki. Uh, oh, what the you hell want is her China? Name? You can do it. China. China. <laughs> Take control of you, dude. Oh, my God. (laughs) My last honorable mention, Eric Bugard. That's a sick name as well. That's a good name. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it for this episode, though, boys. That's it, boys. Let's wrap it up. Episode 13, repeat 13 in the books. Keep sticking rink. Keep your sticks in the rink, boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Subscribe. Do all the stuff you got to do. Smash that like button. Yep, smash yeah. that like button, drop <laughs> a promo code THPN. 
make some money, do what I'm that, doing. That's the only smash on that rass doing these days is smashing that like button. Hell yeah, at least it's ah! something. Look <laughs> 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 at that meme. It's not much, but it's honest work. <laughs> oh.